everyone and welcome to the 8th episode of the Flash Alert podcast brought to you by Legacies. Through this weekly series, we will be taking you through the legal updates and flash alerts that you may have missed during the week. Stay tuned to know more. According to SEBI, investment advisors can offer execution services for their advisory clients but without charging any commission or fees. SEBI stated that an investment advisor cannot avail reimbursement of any amount for the services given to its clients from the asset management companies whose direct plans are being sold by it to clients. These clarifications have been given as part of an informal guidance sought by Paytm Money Limited regarding SEBI's investment advisors norm. Custodians have reached out to market regulator SEBI as well as depositories to extend the deadline for providing details on depository receipts and offshore derivative instrument investments to the latter by a month. The custodians also want foreign portfolio investors to provide the offshore derivative instrument investments and depository receipt information directly to the depository instead of routing it through them. NBFCs have requested the Reserve Bank to extend the one-time restructuring scheme of MSME advances till March 31st, 2022, as these players are unable to revive their businesses. In February last year, the Reserve Bank had permitted one-time restructuring of existing MSME advances, classified as standard without downgrade in the asset classification subject to certain additional provisioning and other compliances. In a recent letter written to RBI Governor Shaktikanta Das, FIDC, an industry body of NBFCs, said that due to the severe second wave of COVID-19, the MSMEs have not been able to revive their economic activities and are in an urgent need of support from the lenders. The Reserve Bank of India on Monday set up a committee to undertake a comprehensive review of the working of asset reconstruction companies in the financial sector ecosystem and recommend suitable measures for enabling them to meet the growing requirements. The six-member committee will be headed by Sudarshan Sen, former executive director of the RBI. The union cabinet on Tuesday gave ex post facto approval to the official amendments to the Finance Bill 2021, which were aimed at clarifying and rationalizing tax proposals for the year 2021 to 2022. The amendments were essential to clarify and rationalize the proposals further and address stakeholders' concerns arising out of the proposals enumerated in the Finance Bill. Pension fund regulator PFRDA is mulling, giving to its subscribers an option of parking 40% of the corpus that is mandatory to purchase an annuity at the time of retirement with the pension fund manager to get better benefits. As of now, subscribers having a corpus of over 2 lakh rupees at the time of retirement or attaining the age of 60 years need to buy an annuity offered by insurance companies on a mandatory basis. They can then take out the remaining 60% as a lump sum. The Delhi High Court on Monday held that all insurance companies are liable to give effect to the Mental Health Care Act 2017 in their policies from the time it came into force in 2018, and any delay in doing so would be contrary to the letter and spirit of the law. Justice Pratibha M. Singh said that the insurance regulator IRDAI is duty-bound to supervise the companies and ensure that they comply with the Act and that it cannot turn a blind eye to its non-implementation. The Reserve Bank of India on Monday said that it has decided not to activate counter-cyclical capital buffer framework as the current situation does not warrant such an action. The RBI in February 2005 had put this framework and its guidelines with the overall objective of strengthening the banking sector. 
it was envisaged that the countercyclical capital buffer would be activated as and when the circumstances warranted. In a bid to ensure continued access and easy import of CT scan, X-ray and MRI machines, etc., the Drugs Controller General of India has ordered an extension of the validity of license for an additional six months for those manufacturers who have already submitted their applications. The Union Health Ministry had earlier notified eight medical items such as all implantable medical devices, CT scan equipment, MRI equipment, defibrillators, PET equipment, dialysis machine, X-ray machine and bone marrow cell separator to be regulated under the Drugs and Cosmetics Act, which was to come into effect from 1st April 2021 under the Medical Devices Rules 2017. India's oldest credit assessment company, TransUnion Civil, has launched an eligibility score for new-to-credit customers who have never taken a loan or have used a credit card and hence have no formal credit history. TransUnion Civil's new scoring model called Credit Vision will use an algorithm to continuously monitor behavioural trends of subjects to capture any major shifts in trends, making it easier for lenders to assess their credit risk for such borrowers who are young and are not debt-averse. With economic activities getting affected across the country due to curbs imposed by states amid surge in COVID-19 cases, Care Ratings has revised down its forecast for GDP growth to 10 to 0.2% in the year 2021 to 22 from the earlier projection of 107 to 10.9%. This is the third revision by the rating agency in the last one month. The forecast has been revised for GDP growth for the financial year 2022 as the underlying conditions have changed rapidly in the last 30 days or so. March 24, 2021, the agency had projected GDP growth between 11 to 11.2% based on the GVA, which is the gross value added growth of 10.2%. India has been ranked at the 87th position among 115 countries in the Energy Transition Index, that is known as the ETI, that tracks nations on the current performance of their energy systems across various aspects, according to a report. The report from the World Economic Forum, released on Wednesday and prepared in collaboration with Accenture, also draws on insights from the ETI. The top 10 countries in the index are Western and Northern European countries, and Sweden is in the first position, followed by Norway and Denmark. The Central Electricity Authority, known as the CEA, and CEEW's Centre for Energy Finance on Wednesday launched the India Renewables Dashboard. This dashboard is a joint effort to provide detailed operational information on renewable energy projects in India, according to a statement. This information on dashboard is freely available to policymakers, developers, financiers, and the general public. This brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Thank you all for listening in with us today. If you liked the episode, please do subscribe and tune in every Friday for more such updates. Please do also feel free to write into us with your comments or suggestions for today's episode.